0: It's flow with a super weird word, nightgown. If you ask me, it sounds less like clothes you wear to bed and more like things you say to your clothes. Good night, Capri Pants, sleep tight sweaters, nightgown. We've got a big day tomorrow. Now a weird word I just made up, flo It sounds like great protection for your new home through me and Progressive, and that's because it is. I said good night, Capri Pants, go to sleep. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.
1: This is this is this is this is this is beep 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 beep
3: with Giancarlo Nava and Brian Goins.
4: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm, Mr. I'm with me today it is not our co-founder and producer, Mr. Brian Goins. It's his birthday, and he feels like because it's his birthday, he can't do a show. And honestly, that's just lazy. And Brian, you should care about other people, not about yourself. How about you stop caring about yourself and help us? Um, I'm going to slander Brian all show because he's left me to do everything by myself, including upload the episode, so I'm very upset. With me today, Cass Duncan, statistician. How are you, sir?
1: Doing all right. How are you? Pun
4: master. I'm, I'm livid. We have Alex Toledo, who was only four minutes late today.
3: I was one minute late. No,
4: you were four minutes late because it was eight Man, and four, and I was
3: about I to curse. I know the truth in my and heart. Brian's not here
4: to edit out the cursing, so... I'm on two hours
3: of sleep. Look, if Brian were here. I don't care here, if you're on two would've... hours. What do you like here if that, you're on two hours of sleep? That wasn't the point. If Brian was here, brian was here he would have put some birthday producing, some birthday noises after you introduced it was his birthday. But you, you don't know what you're doing.
4: No, Brian would have probably done the Mark Hawkman noise. Hey, it's Mark Hawkman. Hey, it's Mark Hawkman. See, <laughs> ah, this is why I need Brian because Brian would have played a noise. I would have gotten mad at him. We would have gotten three minutes of content. and we, oh. you know, uh, This is our life now. All right, so we are brian We today. Uh, it's just us three. We're rolling. I feel, you know, we're going. Uh, We haven't talked finals since game two. So, Nikias. Yes, sir. Cleveland plays a close home game uh, to which Golden State very embarrassingly beat them. Mm. Then they produce the game of their lives. Probably, man, I don't want to say it's one of the best offensive performances I've ever seen, but it has to be up there. And I felt in game five, you know, Cleveland was up, but... Once Kerr went to that death lineup early, I think it was very clear that Cleveland cannot play with them. Mm-hmm. And Nikias, I just, I can't think of a good reason why Kerr did not do that earlier, right? Because it was you saw it was pretty immediately. Once Zaza, once they realized that Zaza could not play, he's like, okay, we're done here. Uh, come on, Igudala, Draymond <laughs> set Like Alex, you're laughing, but like that's exactly what happened, right? Yeah, is. Like, yo, Zaza got two minutes, then got the hook. He's like, dog, sit on the pine. Let's go. And, like, that was fast, which I thought was funny.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm not sure what made him hold back from it. I mean, I guess he didn't want to burn his guys out. But they used the lineup so scarcely even throughout the playoff. Well, I mean, that was more Mike Brown, but yeah, Steve <laughs> just didn't want to go to that lineup. It was kind of funny watching him finally... Throw that out there in game five. And also finally start running some Steph and Durant action after, you know, four games of barely seeing that it. That was,
4: dude, that bot, like, I was so upset. I'm like, they get a good shot every time. Every yeah, time. I mean, they,
1: like, you could talk me into trying to save the death line up until you absolutely need it. But there's really no reason for you to not go to Steph and Durant. At least, what, four, five, six times a quarter?
4: I mean, it, like, and what I thought was interesting was how the Cleveland was giving Steph the rim. So, right? Especially in that Durant pick and roll. Like, they trap him, and he either swings the ball or he cuts. Like, I don't know. It, every time that they ran it, they got a good shot. And I was actually surprised that I did not. And I know that they don't run a lot of high pick and roll. But I was really surprised they didn't try the Durant-Draymond pick and roll.
3: I mean, because I think they've, they've liked using Draymond as more of the, the the facilitator, the guy that brings the ball, the guy who has the ball in his hands first and not last. So I feel like if you do the, the Curry-Draymond uh, yeah, you pick can... that they used to do last year, um, it, end, it ends up with Dre taking a shot because uh, Cleveland is giving him that shot. They're worried about everybody else. The, Dre was getting open shots the whole time.
4: And I know that Durant played well, but just that – play effectively takes Kevin like and I think we can all agree that Kevin Love has improved as a defender but Mm -hmm. I think it's very unreasonable to ask him and Tristan Thompson to guard that especially when Cleveland's big now when they go small and LeBron's at the four it's a a different story but when they like I just never saw it and you can run horns to get Durant free to do these things to have him at the ball and then Drace screen like there's a lot of creative things that Kerr could have done, and I don't want to make this Curselander because Nick, like, did you see all the Curselander on Twitter the next day?
1: Yeah, I was kind of a part of that. Whoa, I was,
4: why?
1: <laughs> I saw that. Uh, I was more passive aggressive. I missed. I miss that. Oh no, I just didn't understand his rotation for one. I even wrote a piece about why you know Golden State probably needs to consider not even running a center <laughs> because they weren't using the depth lineup nearly enough.
4: Zaza, yo. But um, I kind beyond. Of
1: I mean, beyond that, and resting Steph and Durant at the same time.
4: um, I got that, though.
1: I mean, it worked out, but I just feel like once you hit the finals, there really isn't much of a reason not to have one of them on the floor for all 48.
4: I don't disagree with you, but I kind of think that lineup of Dre and Clay, and I don't have the numbers on the lineup, but that seemed like a good defensive lineup. And I I think it wasn't, I think it was meant to buy a little bit of time for them to rest because they did run. At a much slower pace than the other lineups, so to me, that's it felt. You know, it reminded me of when Spo used to put like Udonis out there for like a minute and a half, and it was just to like Mm -hmm. buy time. He put like these funky lineups, and he's like, just buy me a minute and a half. Let's play this slow. Let's play deep. Like that's how I experienced that. So I kind of got it from his perspective. Slow the game down a bit. Get our guys some rest. Give Clay some touches to get him in rhythm.
1: Uh, but to your point, it was a good defensive lineup. It had an 84 net defensive rating, but their offensive rating was 72.3. So, yeah, it was...
4: they they throw a David West out there with it, right? Yeah. That he was bad until the. So fourth. tired
1: of watching him. They ran the offense through West in the post a lot. And it kind of surprised me. I
4: know. I felt like Mark Jackson was coaching.
3: I think that's the one thing he that makes him likeable. That, that, that <laughs> little post game that he has and he can pass from that the high post. I no, think that's that the doesn't make thing that makes him No, no Everything else, I can't stand watching him. Dog, he's <laughs> a
4: little front runner, dude. I hate him. He's so annoying.
1: See, it wouldn't be so bad with him front running if he wasn't so opposed to it. That's during the
4: thing. Three years. I was like, dog, you slandered Miami for years. And then you go to fake the spurt. Yeah, little fake ass tough guy. And then he goes.
3: <laughs> he kisses Tristan Thompson and in, and the mouth, the <laughs> in the mouth. Directly in the mouth.
4: Man, okay, how... It's the next day. David West opens Twitter because he was too busy drinking champagne all night. He opens Twitter, he's scrolling through, and he sees the memes. How does a surly-faced David West experience this? With a lot of expletives. (laughs) I imagine angrily, yes, with a lot of expletives. (laughs) I imagine it's angry, it's profanity-laden.
3: Nah, I don't. I, I kind of disagree with you because at that point, since he's by himself, dog, there's no one to put on that show for. Doc, he's not Oh, that's good. That's Alex good.
4: did a radio. <laughs> Just uh, gets
3: gets a tear uh, running down his face. Oh my
4: god! You know, man, <laughs> I kept calling him Maurice Spates. Like, I almost tweeted Spates.
3: In his wildest <laughs> dreams. Let me tell <laughs> he you. He this. ain't
4: Mo buckets, dog.
3: He ain't no. David West, look alike.
4: Hashtag David West. All... Yeah. No, hold on, wait a second. Wait a
3: that's my, exactly and, whoa, what it is.
4: Whoa, in my defense, both similarly pigmented, bald people that should not be on the court for the Warriors.
3: <laughs> wait, 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 Two big points. David West does not have a huge, charming mole on the top of his head. What is that? Do and we also, know? Can we make David West that? doesn't get buckets like most trades.
4: <laughs> they don't call the... it David Buckets. Yo. <laughs>
1: that makes sense. It doesn't, it
4: doesn't work. Okay. We found the name of the episode. David Buckets. <laughs> ha <laughs> ha Covering the finals a week later. Only here on Heat Beat. Oh, God, that was funny. God, Does Tristan Thompson, can, can he laugh at those memes or no? Or his, uh, the Kardashians don't let him laugh at them? <sighs> I feel like none of those people. I feel like Tristan might get a laugh at it, but maybe not, David West ain't laughing at that dude. I don't
1: know. David West probably, probably upset. The jig's up now.
4: <laughs> Do you think he said, did he sign a multi-year deal or is he like, he out?
1: I think it's a free agent. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he signed a one-year deal.
3: I mean, the Warriors don't really care about any of these bigs leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, care about to show like, him the door. Yeah, we'll get a Brandon right.
4: Yo, show him the door, dude. <laughs> Jordan Hill. They got Javale, dude. They got Javale. <laughs> I feel, I, Javale I feel bad for Zaza because I don't think Zaza had a bad year, but boy, was that a bad
3: series for him.
1: He, oh, my God, all the missed layups.
3: So bad, dude. The dumb I thought he started off the series a little strong. First game, well, the I thought he was rebound. boxing out Tristan very well, but outside of that, he trashed. Yeah, that's <laughs> all, basically all he did. Like, I
1: knew from game one, when Golden State opened up with, like, two straight pick and rolls of game one, and Zaza didn't shoot a wide open layup, I was like, okay, this isn't about to work.
4: McBobs You got the McBobs itis
3: That was can Cat
4: not right
3: now not this week oh
4: we can't okay let's move on who cares about the finals yo we gotta talk about McBob's yo okay if McBob's gets Gordon Hayward for the audience that doesn't know it is it is believed that Josh McRoberts is putting in the work after being slandered on the internet for three straight years to get us Gordon Hayward because they are white people and they're friends I think that's what we're assuming right
3: after being called a school shooter endlessly oh
4: my god So, so it is It is to uh, Twitter's belief because McBob's has been photographed in the past with one Gordon Hayward that McBob's is doing the hustle to try to get Hayward in. But I don't think McBob's knows that if Hayward comes, he's probably going to get dealt for something that they can use to win, which is kind of funny. Do you keep McBob's if he gets you Hayward? Like does McBob's go, yo, I'll help you out, but you got to promise not to trade me.
1: I would do that. We're gonna need a back backup five. Yo, That's an easy promise.
3: I make. No de- one oh, wants his contract. If I'm McBomb, to start making forget. demands,
4: like, "I'm not about to go to Detroit. You ain't, <laughs> you ain't trading me."
3: Yo, six million will barely get you a third-string player in a free agency market right now, and no one wants McBomb.
4: James Johnson's gonna get man. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'm telling you, I go into Riley's office with a list of demands. I want like a personal assistant. I want Wade's locker. I asked for Wade's number just to see if they'll do it. Yo, give me number three. I want to change. I want... (laughs) What do you say? No, no, Joe Josh. No, no. Because you know, like, if you're St. Riley, you go, no, he's just going to call Gordon Hayward. He's like, yo, these people are suckers. Don't come here. They're mean. They drove LeBron out. They killed Chris Bosh.
3: (laughs) We're going to be sporting a really white lineup Oh, my
4: God. Yeah, we need to We're keep James Johnson. Dragic. Yeah. Oh, God, We're gonna have yeah. his
3: Bob. We're gonna have Hayward. We're gonna have uh Tia dosic Oh, that's, right.
4: Gonna... <laughs> Yo, that's boy, right.
3: And then one of the and then then one of the rookie white bigs, TJ Lee for Zach Collins or something.
4: They're gonna draft is... some, some Duke white he, guy. Is
3: he Gordon's boy? Is he Slovenian too?
4: No, but I think I don't know. No, about, he's not. I heard he was Gordon's boy. That European he's Serbian.
3: If they're not from the same country, they can't be boys. That's how it goes.
4: That, what, I, I, In European draft analysis. United. No, I thought I, read, I thought I read that they were friends. Well, Gorn's in Europe right now. Gorn's doesn't he play for Barcelona? Or he plays in Spain, right? No. That guy? Uh, who he played,
3: play? for their, uh, played for uh, Moscow. Somebody, somebody Google this. Brian, it's Google. It's Moscow. Oh, Brian. 100%. Brian, where are you? Fire me if it isn't Moscow. Yo, because
4: Gorn was in Europe recently. He was in Madrid watching soccer. So maybe Gorn's out there putting in work. Some recruitment.
3: No, be- i no. hope so I'll
4: earn your damn money gordon um so we have this we have this gordon hayward thing going um who was the one that reported it who, who, who had it first oh it was uh it was Saclo, right about about yeah he has interest in miami it was like miami boston that was the. the i mean
3: the first thing that came out was a couple months ago with isola saying that there were rumblings or whatever there were murmurs oh that's right we was. did
4: like two shows on that thank you frank
3: yeah, and then, but from recently, I honestly don't remember the first. One. Because was, this is...
1: Mark Stein said something. Barry Jackson
4: said something. Oh, it was Barry. Barry. It was Barry. Yes, you're right. Oh, and then uh, Ben Dawson called Barry a liar, and then he Twitter descended on him for a second time <laughs> again. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so much ben fun. Ben Dawson. Okay, I gotta fill the, audience in. the For The who doesn't know Ben Dawson is some sort of Utah writer. Um and, some huh, some some jazz writer and uh, this guy. Got into with He Twitter probably a couple months ago this season with our own Christian Hernandez about Hassan Whiteside versus Gordon Hayward debate, whatever. Um, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Rudy Gobert. And um, He Twitter descended on him, called him. Because he he just started lobbing like He fans are obtuse and you guys are psychopaths, which, by the way, we are. Cannot deny that He Twitter is full of, you know, questionable characters, but that's not the point. They're better at being psychopaths. Yeah, don't call us that. Only we can call us that. And uh, he Twitter descended on this poor man, and now we did it a second time when he called Barry Jackson a liar, because this guy is so convinced that Gordon Hayward doesn't want to leave beautiful Salt Lake City. I was like, dude, get over yourself. Nobody's out here wanting to live in Salt Lake City. I don't care how white you are. <laughs> I don't <care>. Oh god, <laughs> nobody's out here. Go, you know, Isn't that Hayward,
3: like White Haven, though?
4: That's what I'm saying, dude. Don't they have like, yeah.
3: I don't know, I feel like you've got it wrong. I feel like I'm not sure about Gordon Hayward, but I feel like that's like the haven for white people. You go there once you've made it and Man, you you know you've said you nice there you. We gotta to see, but you don't like <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 what did you just That's for ac- guys like Jimmer. What did you just accuse Utah of?
3: Nobody. Red lighting. What? Gaslighting. The what? I forgot which one's which. Oh my god. Another both bad.
4: Okay. Regardless, Gordon Hayward. um, I know that he Twitter kind of went crazy this week because then we thought we're getting Chris Paul, Paul George, and Gordon Hayward because who? who, I can't keep listen. We need like an official tracker of who's reporting what because I remember. Oh, it was Woj that said Chris Paul has Miami in his periph, peripheral, whatever that means. And if if Woj says something, we got to believe it, right?
1: Nope. Except when it comes to LeBron. Like, that that's so odd. Woj breaks everything, but then when it comes to LeBron, he has, like, no sources.
4: Well, because LeBron <laughs> probably has... I think LeBron has a vendetta against Woj after, you know, all the slander he did.
3: That's probably fair. I mean, so,
4: He's still doing it. He's still doing it. <laughs> yo, Woj hasn't given up, yo.
3: He has it. He This season... Because the Cavs kind of do the same thing every season. They have, like, a rough point, usually, like, in January. And then... Wolves well, does it like a, a a five minute monologue talking about how the Heat were, were better, and, and although I don't disagree, he, he's he's still he's still <laughs> doing his thing out
4: there. I'm about that, yeah.
3: No, yeah, me too. He's, a he's
4: a but yeah. is oh, a Heat life.
3: Can't wait until he reports, that, he reports that, 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 that a Gordon Hayward and Paul Jordan are coming together. Right? So we'll
4: but like, how it's could
3: they, be so lit that day?
4: How could they make? Because I know it's been talked about, but I, I, like rumor, like this is all nothing has been reported with any sort of um credibility but i know that the rumor mill and the rumbles have been going on and people have talked about Paul George possibly wanting to play with Gordon Hayward and Miami being a possibility so i don't really see how that could happen money wise without moving Hassan and at that point would you really want to
1: i mean if you have to choose between Hassan and Paul George because
4: it's not just Hassan like you know like it's Hassan and like others it's like Hassan probably Winslow and Jay Rich and at that point like are you really gonna do because like at least Justice and Jay Rich are cheap for next year Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's like how realistic is your contending chances if you're gutting your roster like that like something else yeah you know what I mean so something useful I guess
1: my counter to that would be the current, what's your current core? white Whiteside, and who?
4: No, but hold Winslow. on. I want to make it clear that you do that. Tr- obviously, you do that trade, but I mean, oh, uh, yeah, okay. but you need the commitment from Paul George too. So it's like if if Paul George is committing to you, you absolutely do that trade. I'm just talking in means of realistic contention.
1: Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I think yeah, you still do that though, because I think that puts you closer. It's easier to build around those guys or convince guys to take pay cuts to help support those guys rather than going hassan justice and then you try to convince guys to come
4: it might be like right. more... man you know, I'm, I'm thinking like lebron has to break down eventually right <laughs> right
1: i mean
4: like see, this is why we need
1: a harrison because... i know
4: because i'm not i'm because i was just thinking like somebody needs to make an hgh joke but you know Harry's not here he's gonna say yeah I'll predictable it's heal. so
3: predictable though. I know. it's not it's not that it's incorrect it's just predictable <laughs> it's
4: not that it's incorrect it's just predictable um no but like honestly like I think maybe next this year or next year is kind of the time that you want to start building your contender because that that has to you know what I mean like that bubble has to burst like that that cannot keep going on
1: oh yeah I agree
4: and honestly I know that the Cavs ran through the East with relative ease but I think the things that we have been screaming about are so. I mean, I think. I don't know who's been tweeting them out a lot, uh, but the screen caps of Cleveland defense. It's like five guys up top and like Igudala's behind them unguarded. Or like. They're like six guys uh, on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're.
1: No, oh, their defense is a mess.
4: It's a mess, and they're kind of stuck <laughs> with their contracts. There's really not much they can do. You know what I mean? So, it's like. Cleveland.
3: The Cleveland defense versus the Warriors offense is basically McGregor versus Mayweather.
4: (laughs) You're on fire today, Alex. Um, So, honestly, like, and those guys are not getting any younger. And Kyrie, I don't think has made, I I mean, I feel bad because I'm not watching them religiously, but it it doesn't, at least in that series and throughout the playoffs, it doesn't really appear to me like he's going to be any sort of better defender going forward.
1: Yeah, the effort was there, but I mean, he still dies on screens. Um, he did a good job on Draymond in the post for what it's worth, but.
4: But like Nikias, I, I know <laughs> that I, I know that you you're probably gonna agree with me, but like, people a lot of times associate defense with effort, and that's part of it. But no, it's not. Like, defense is a skill that you need to know. You need to be aware of schematics of where you need to be. Um. It's not just try really hard. Cuz guys try really hard. I I don't think Isaiah Thomas doesn't try really hard.
1: Oh yeah, Isaiah fights. He's
4: just small.
3: There's just really he's just small. Not much.
4: Doc, he gets lost. There's sometimes it's just there's a lot of motion going on and turns around and boop, there's the cutter.
3: I've never been so happy that he's small until this week when that when I think it was Tim McMahon that reported this. If I'm if I remember correctly that that, that Hayward might not want to play with Isaiah. <laughs> because of how small he is and also because of uh how much he over dribbles. That was so funny. Like thank you yeah, lord. Like, so we made was... the right so we made the right trade in in uh in 2015.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> we got go a uh, Yeah. E- everyone okay so, so <laughs> Nik- Nikai's knows so I had a friend over she wanted to hear me do the show and uh she just took her scotch and just left. I think she. Was, oh man! I think she was got bored of our sports talk.
3: You should have put us on speaker.
4: You know what's funny is that this is probably one of the most sporty shows we've done.
1: That's probably why she left. Yeah, no. I
4: mean, it's it's 20 minutes in, and you know, it's been extremely sporty, and so we've got 30 to go.
3: Um, Woo! Yeah. Wow, you that sounded really unenthusiastic.
4: Yeah, well, because I thought we, I thought we've done like 40 minutes already. I feel like we've talked <laughs> about. I feel, I feel like we've covered a lot. Oh my God! Oh, I feel like we've covered a lot. But back to Kyrie Uh-oh. slander. Oh, did you guys see those lists? Those top ten position lists. That or did you guys see that? That was Oh man! Yeah. Okay. Oh, hey, so, do you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Oh! Can you pull oh, those God. up? Okay. The, sh- you... the shooting guard list is what took me out. Please.
4: Okay. Can you do me a favor and find that Alex and I will talk about something else while you find that Alex? Did you see these lists? No, man. I'm oh.
3: not sure what you're talking okay, about. Okay. Some
4: right guy. Now. Some account. Just just tweeting out his top 10 positions, uh, top 10 players at each position. So he did like, he did did a bunch of lists and he tweeted them out. And this is like an account. I think it has like 5,000 followers. So it's not like super huge, but it's your big ish. And, um, and it just kind of went around and like, we're all looking at it sideways. Like, what is this guy talking (laughs) about? The The guy's right. The shooting guard list is hilarious. The center list is funny. But the shooting guard list, there's like eight funny things in that list. It, it just doesn't – like Devin
1: Booker's five on the shooting guard list. Dwayne oh. Wade is six. Avery Bradley is like eight. Uh, Chris Middleton was ten, so, of course, I got tagged for that one. <laughs> but so the, I asked – well, somebody else asked about Middleton. He was like, well, he didn't look good post-injury. And I was like, Okay fine but then i look at the power forward list and ben simmons is seven and he hasn't played a minute
4: but he's a sixer guy and Joel Embiid is like number four in the center list yeah i'm
1: just if you're going to have a bad opinion at least have a bad
3: consistent opinion thank you You just like me dude i'm pretty i bet i bet that kid is like 17 am i wrong am i wrong I, I, i don't know i'm still looking for this thing I just five thousand followers. He beat. We write all these articles, put in all this work with the podcast. People
4: are here buying followers, man. Less it's than like two thousand. I was a Gary. Nothing is fair. See people out here buying followers like Orlando, like Big O. Did you guys see me beef with Big O the other day? It was so weird. It felt unprovoked. Who? Mine or him? Yes. I don't know. He was just. Bo- Dude, that game was boring. Not boring, but I was kind of upset because the Warriors were losing, and um. I just got mad at him because he was just... I, I, I was getting annoyed by people saying about the fix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was one of... And, like, that that annoys me for so many reasons because, number one, I think that game the Warriors took more free throws in Cleveland in game four, right? So that was the game everyone was saying was the fix. Yeah. The Warriors took more free throws. And I'm like, that series won five and that pretty much exactly how everyone expected that series to go. I think everyone said four, maybe five. Cleveland might go crit. I think that. I think that was even because i I listened to um, I listened to Levitard, uh podcast. So I'm, I've been behind, and they were even saying weeks ago. Oh yeah, it's probably gonna be four, maybe five if Irving goes nuts one game. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> man. I can't find this listener guys. I'm having. I'm having a hard time.
1: I'm trying to find it myself, Did man. I hope it? he deleted it.
4: You hope oh no, I hope. I'm not. just
1: trying to find the account
4: for now. I'm trying to find because I tweeted it out the other day and and I can't I can't find I think he got rid of it. I'm sad now. I was uh oh.
1: yeah. Oh I think he had Dion Waiters on the list too. Yeah, Dion was ten on the shooting art list. <laughs> <There>. <laughs>
4: um, uh, oh man. Oh, have you guys seen uh Draymond's level of petty today?
1: Yes, I have I'm so proud. Man, Tim and LeBron have had me cracking up. the
4: why I wanted uh, Brian here so that we can have some um, some sound. But
3: Draymond was. Oh just... my God! Did you see Russell Westbrook, baby? No. Oh my God! What? Oh, oh, my God! I'm sending you that right now. What is that? Hold on, right. I'm gonna just hold it up on Skype. Look at this.
4: Oh my God! It looks just like him.
3: <laughs> Look <laughs> at done. his face.
4: Is that Photoshop? Dude, they're making or? the
3: same face. That's his no. game face. Hold on. This is not a visual medium. Angry baby, dude. They're looking at a picture of Russell Westbrook, dude. That's a game face right out of birth. That's the killer instinct, baby. We just see foolproof. <laughs> did,
4: did you see how um, Lebron made a tweet making fun of um, Draymond because Draymond had a Draymond had a shirt, you know, with the you know the, with the and Loans logo, right? And it said Quickie. You know, because games quick series. So LeBron, LeBron tweeted it and goes, that's what she said. And put a bunch of thinking face emojis. And uh, did you see who liked that picture? Did you see who liked it?
3: Nah. James
4: Harden, Russell Westbrook. I was like, yo, (laughs) that was hilarious. But Draymond, even Draymond admitted Draymond's like, I'm out here for this petty. Like this is what I'm about. Draymond's my favorite. Like, I love that guy. He's so he, much fun. Him, dude, I saw, like, how how I learned of that picture was seeing Draymond DJ wearing
3: that. And I'm like,
4: this is the greatest thing ever.
3: Dude, he was roasting them at the parade. I know. He was a one-man show roasting them. He's doing ro- stand-up comedy. And roasting LeBron saying, oh, uh, LeBron was the one to start the super team. Yeah. What do you mean you never played? Like oh, my God. I can't imagine being at a parade and having a guy... Talked so much shit about the other team like that.
4: He just did stand-up.
3: Write it down, Brian.
4: I was about to say, write that down, Brian. (laughs) Guess what's what's... up,
1: Nate? It appears he did delete the Oh,
4: my God. He did. I'm so disappointed. Uh, Oh, man. You got to stand by that. Man, listen. I've stood by so many bad takes.
3: The Carl, take. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Speaking of takes, did you guys see uh, the videos from Stephen A. Smith's archive? Regarding oh analysis, <laughs> <and> <laughs> other <laughs> subjects.
4: No, what happened?
3: Um, oh, he was giving
4: data.
1: <laughs> oh I miss? my god! What
3: did I miss? How can I? How can we find a way to play the sound? I promise you, it's a hundred percent worth it.
4: Okay, I'm gonna. You try need to, to trust me on this. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit the sound in here. <laughs> I'm gonna try to okay. find it. If I can I'm sorry, audience, but I'm gonna try okay, to put so we, the sound here. I don't know what. You're, how long is the sound?
3: About a minute and okay. a half more. That sounds way good. too long.
4: I changed my mind. I'm not playing the sound. You can okay, go find You it. want me to put
3: like the end of it? The end the, is the best part of the video. The last like 30 seconds maybe?
4: Okay, I'll put the last 30 seconds.
3: Okay, so you want me to play that no, right no, now no, like no, for no, you I'm guys? Gonna,
4: I'm going to edit it in now.
3: Okay, but how, how are you going oh, to... Oh, you
4: want to play it now so we can hear? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, i yeah, play it now so we can hear and then I'll edit in a, a clean version.
3: You want me to send it to you or do you just play it
4: right now? Just
2: play it right now, dude. ...and so an argument a few years ago and she was living in Chicago and it was Thanksgiving. And I was about to send her behind back. She ticked me off that much. But she had on a lingerie. And I was, in a, I, was in, I, was, I was on the other side of the room. And then she got up, and you know, she was getting on and talking and running her mouth and all this stuff, then she turned and she walked away. Her body was in the, in the bedroom, but the booty was sticking outside of it. <laughs> Stay with me. When I saw that, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I walked up to her and I said, it really not that important what we were arguing about. It's not that important because I knew that by that night, because we were going to go out to the family and all this stuff, I knew by the end of that night, I wanted that. See, we were smart enough and wise enough. The difference between us and women is that she might have kept arguing until 10 o'clock that night. I knew that morning, all right, I got to work this out now and work. use all of these hours to my advantage if I want to get my hands on that tonight. That's the difference.
4: What was he talking about?
3: He's a hey, mogul. He's been-
4: what was he? What
3: was he saying? Oh my god, he was telling a story about about one of his girls, and about who, like he he strategizes in his head throughout the day, like what he has to do, so that by the time that it's time to to you know like go do it, you know, <laughs> so that it's it's so that it's possible. He makes it possible. He's wants very to he's an opportunist. Who wants so to what I got? Do
4: it with him.
3: I mean, what did you, you see kid, that video? That? Yo, he looked pretty good in that video.
4: No, his hairline is like. Up to, like, his ears.
3: <laughs> nah, man, that guy has too much charm. Charm? I'm
1: pretty sure he has a child. I think he has a daughter, if I'm not mistaken. Does he? Oh. I'd be
3: embarrassed. Uh, and it's, just, it's just funny because I'm not even sure, like, who he did this for. It just seems so, like, obscure and kind of like like, like, a, like a side deal that he did for some extra money when he was coming up.
1: It was like, a radio show, if I'm not mistaken. It was a what? I said it was for the Michael Bazden radio show, if I'm not mistaken. Jesus. What is that? Oh, he's pretty big in the black community, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, Michael Bazin is. Yeah.
4: Huh. yeah the more you so I can get
1: connected there. Yeah.
4: yeah uh-huh. That's something that we, Alex and I don't know about. We're two little Hispanic kids.
1: <laughs> See, this is what I'm here for, man. Just, you know, yeah. about the Michael Bazin info.
4: Alex, Alex Cuban American. I'm Italian, Colombian American, you know? It's rolling through life. Yeah. Okay, well, shows that, a lot. <laughs> wow, that, that
3: <laughs> Where's the My like, lord.
4: Yeah, like the guy is, just, is pretty big in the black community, and I was like, "Huh." So I'm just here. I was
3: like, <laughs> "Okay." Alf would have been nice right now. <laughs> Alf, that yeah, Alf definitely would have contributed something there.
4: You know, what's funny is that um, I was uh, I was trying to find a clip of a podcast to uh, to show. I have an, I have an anime Twitter account, and I wanted to show someone kind of what kind of what we do on the show. So I was looking at like some of the sample clips I've I've tweeted out. And the first one that comes up is Alf talking about Magic Johnson movie theaters (laughs) and how they contributed more to black-on-black crime than gangster rap. And I'm like, like, what the hell kind of show do we do? It's like we are honestly a disaster sometimes, half the time. The
3: Joe Johnson sports podcast.
4: No, no. No,
3: not even. I'm not talking about success. I'm talking about quality. Maybe like Damon Jones the David, the Prime. The <laughs> it's even worse. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> you know what? Now that you know, we're kind of running out of things to talk about. I actually wanted—I've been wanting to talk about this for, for for a week now. Says who? Two. I mean, we have plenty to talk about, but I wanted to get into this because we've been very sporty today, and I wanted to ask you guys on wedding etiquette because I was at a wedding a couple weeks ago. <sighs> this is gonna be a funny story. <laughs> so I'm at a wedding a couple weeks ago, and it's the wedding of my good friend. And he is very So he um, he's not very religious, but his parents are very reserved Christian people. And his wife's parents are very reserved Hindu people. So I go to this wedding and I they had they had a they had a Hindu wedding and now they're doing a Christian wedding to appease both families. So I'm in okay. Chicago and I go to this wedding and this is Olympus says, this is my drinking buddy. Right. Like we are friends because we would drink. Like that's how our bond was forged. He was my college friend. He was a he was a master student in forensics. I was I was just getting into college and we bonded over sports and pounding beers. So my question is, how drunk am I image. how drunk am I allowed to get at a wedding with it was open bar with a bunch of reserved Christians around. Am I allowed to get drunk? I
1: mean, I would say
3: so. You're there for him, not his family. That's
4: what I'm thinking, right, Alex? I think
3: that's the right answer. I think that's the right answer.
4: That's exactly what happened. So I'm pounding, man, and I've been on a diet, so I haven't had alcohol probably in two months, right, because I'm trying to cut weight to fit into my suit and alcohol is sugar and it's all bad for you. So I probably had around 13 to 15 gin and tonics in the span of two hours. Oh, my God. Double gin and tonics.
1: That doesn't sound
4: healthy. It's not. It's not. But double it a, gin. Tonic. It was an open bar, and I went to town. And honestly, so like
3: two dozen. I gin can. And do,
4: I can do that. Like I've done it before. Like I. I do, I did not drink to what I could not do, but apparently I could not do it. And at one point in the night, I don't remember much. The last thing I remember, clearly, was going up from my last cocktail, and as I'm walking to the bar, I'm kind of stumbling around, and I'm thinking. I cannot audibly order my drink. I'm that because, like, I know at this point, I know I'm like, holy hell, I'm really bleeped up. I cannot say, could I have a double gin and tonic with lime? I can't, I can't. So I just, I walk up, I stumble into the bar, and I kind of give, I kind of give a head nod, and this bartender's been with me all night, and just with the head nod, boom, double gin and tonic with lime. I head not back. Uh, I put my last dollar in the tip jar, and I skedaddle away.
3: Why? Why does it sound like the script to an episode where the guy (laughs) gets to his rock bottom?
4: No, hold on, wait, wait,
3: so just and it takes a dark turn. So I
4: have this (laughs) This drink. I'm drinking this drink. I drank like half of it.
3: God, it gets worse.
4: And my my cousin's buddy, who I've become friendly with. Name's Ken. So I met Ken at the Hindu wedding and Ken and I bonded. So Ken comes over with a double gin and tonic and lime. And he goes, I saw you didn't have a drink so I got you another one. And I'm drunk so I'm like, ah, I hold up my drink. So Ken, Ken hands me a second double gin and tonic. So I'm double fisting double gin and tonics at this point. So I'm just drinking and I'm dancing. I'm having a good time. A bunch of my friends are in a group and I say, you know what? I want a picture of them. But my phone's in my pocket, and I have two drinks in my hand. So they go, don't worry, don't worry. And I go, watch this. I grab one of the glasses oh my with my teeth to oh pull no. out my phone, and the glass falls to the floor. Shatters oh half a gin ton- half a double gin and tonic on the floor. So I'm kind what? of like, should I clean? Should I not? I'm like, but I'm really drunk. So eventually the area gets cleaned, and after that I don't remember much. I get in, so I remember, I don't remember anything else of the party. But then I get taken outside, and I'm lying face first on the grass. And they call our Uber, and our Uber's name is Craig. And they say, Johnny, do not say a word. We cannot let Craig know you're drunk. So I say, okay, I got this. I get in the car. Craig starts driving away. I say, Craig, slow down. I'm dizzy, man. So Craig's <laughs> freaking out because he thinks I'm going to throw up in his car. So as soon as he gets on the highway, I say, pull over. I have to throw up. So Craig pulls over, and I apparently run into the highway.
2: Oh, my God. What?
4: are you making this up? I swear to God, and there are pictures. So.
3: Wait, so you don't remember this?
4: I remember parts. I don't remember getting out of the car, but I remember where I oh. ended up. So. They told me I just kind of stumbled out of the car and I started walking into the highway. And they had to go No 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 This way, this way. So they, they corralled me in and apparently I beelined for the grass. The like you know how like highways how they loop and it's like circular, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that patch of grass in that little loop I beelined to. And I apparently my pants fell. Oh, hey, my, I've oh. I've lost I've lost weight. So the pants oh. I guess the pants, you know, The belt was not done all the way, and the pants just totally fell, and I fell. So I fall face first into this this patch of grass that has a lot of mud in it. And then eventually they get me back in the car. So they're like, dude, Craig can't know that you're all wet. It's dark. Just shut up. So I get in the car, and Craig goes, what's what's going on? And I go, do you like UFO? UFO is my favorite anime. And they're like, dude, just shut up. And I don't remember anything else from that night.
3: My God! That, so the episode of Family that this was the peak.
4: That was like of I cannot.
3: I, and I, I can't believe how much of a darker turn it took, and I, <laughs> I, I, was, I honestly feel bad.
4: No, so the next day, and this is why I bring up the question about how drunk am I allowed to get? Because the next day we have like a lunch at, at the parents' house, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm mortified because I'm like, oh my God, how how bad was I? And they go, you threw up on the welcome mat, and you know you sent a guy to the hospital, and I go. I what? And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent a guy to the hospital. You know, a guy was—they brought a stretcher out and everything. And I go, what the hell did I do? They go, the glass that you spilled—that water. A, an old guy was dancing and he, oh, he no. slipped on it and he did. Oh a split my god! And he did a split and apparently he like tore a bunch of like his muscles. Oh my god! Yeah, because he was like an You're old a guy,
3: horrible person. He
4: did, yeah. So nobody knew that that was my glass. Apparently, thank God. So I'm at the party, they're all like, <laughs> Thank God. Did you did you hear what happened to Dean? Dean went to the hospital. They had to bring out a stretcher and everything. All these white people, because they're like Midwestern white. And they're like, Oh, yeah, you know, I already slipped. You know, that's dangerous. And I'm thinking, Oh, my God, they can't know that was me. Am I allowed to get that drunk at a wedding? No because you answered yes before now you've changed
3: what's your wrong mind. with you i didn't think it would <laughs> i didn't think it was that <laughs> jesus
1: christ you should have told the story first and then asked cause... no cuz
4: i wanted i wanted i wanted to know what you guys thought before and then after you heard i wanted you to say again if you still felt the same way
1: oh of course not there are levels to this man <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that i can't I, I at don't. all that's you sent a got to the
4: hospital i did wow. i did like... they don't know it's me though
1: I oh, they're really going got... to know it's
4: you after this podcast. I feel... <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Mike's my buddy. I got married. Sorry, Dean, for going to the hospital, if you listen. They're Bulls fans. Are oh, you thinking Dean's mean. listening? Uh, nah, he's a Bulls fan. Probably not. Too busy losing. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Like you are unbelievable. <laughs> got him. Wow. Yeah. So you know, the, the only... The hospital, now you're slandering your <laughs> team on your <laughs> podcast. Uh, D-Wade's leaving, you guys. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: Jimmy Butler's on the trade block, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> you are terrible. Should have said that to him as he went out on the stretcher. That would have been funny if drunk me as he goes out on the stretcher. Jimmy Butler's on the training block. Haul him out. Oh my god! What do you know that I don't? I'm better than Jordan. Oh dude, I did that <laughs> so much. I went to man. I thought those people were gonna kill me. I would walk out of bars, and go, "He'll be better than Jordan," and I leave. Heard booze. I went to You're go still here. Oh. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, made it. They're not that bad. They're kind. Of, they're, these white people are nice. I was only in the white areas, ah, uh. like downtown Chicago and stuff. Yeah, the bars. yeah. Anyways, that's my story. Um, yeah. So I I feel bad, and I wanted to know what you
3: guys thought. You, you should. You think, you think I'm a monster? You are literally a monster. It yeah, of then... like a storybook for, for children. <laughs> a guy who just tears down an entire city in like a thousand different ways just yeah. fucks up everyone's life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, man, you're a monster. Oh,
4: and the best part is, is that his wife hates me. So she probably hates me even more now. I hate you. <laughs> so I'm at the parents' house and then like I'm like, I want to drink a beer, because I'm not really hungover for some reason. Magically. And um and I'm like, I, I really I really want a beer. But I feel like I can't like right, I can't drink beer that day, right? That's a bad look, right?
1: Yes, man, it's a very bad look.
4: I drank yeah. three beers. I, I even tried to you know what's funny is that
3: if you're thirty five tonics.
4: If you guys <laughs> if you guys wanna laugh, I gotta find the date. I'm gonna tweet out the date after. But I tried to tweet that
3: night. Do you remember? Yo, you the, were you were texting us in the chat. Was I? Yes. I don't remember. I rem- Your spelling was somehow three times as bad.
4: <laughs> I I tried to tweet something, and the next morning I woke up to thirty notifications. and goes, "It's finally happened. He's broken." Like, that was, <laughs> yeah, like I I and the only you know what's funny? The only word I spelled right was Tyler. That my, sounds about right. My hatred, my hatred shines through. It was funny because you, uh, somebody, um, I think. can put think, the cherry on top of the hatred. Yes. Yeah, I was making a joke about you know fighting Tyler. And then someone goes, your hatred for him is beyond a fade. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, you don't want to fade with Tyler Johnson. I'll be you're going to be the next one in the hospital. Yeah, Tyler
4: has open DMs on Instagram. You know, let's, let's talk about this on here. Tyler if Johnson. you don't
3: do it, you're a phone. Okay, no. I want that's to do. My it. Opinion.
4: What do I ask Tyler Johnson? Because he has open DMs on Instagram, right? Try him. What should I say? I like. So I'm thinking, why did you steal Dwayne Wade's money? That was my idea. Is there something better I can send him? Something oh, that's funnier? Just an,
3: that's just an instant. Block, what's your favorite man? anime?
4: Maybe I did. That was the other one. I was like, what's your favorite anime? Right. So that was the first idea, and then I go, no, no, let's pump stronger. Why did you steal D Wade's money? Is there something better? And for the audience, if you're listening to this tweet at gnavis 103 at Mia heatbeat, uh, what should I tweet at Tyler? What should I DM to Tyler Johnson? Because he's made a mistake by having his DMs open, and uh, he will pick.
3: I mean, you talk a lot about how much you hate him and how much it's worse than a fade. You should literally, like, try him in his DM and be like, well, I'll knock another 2 out of you. I'll knock another one of your t five. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Just escalate it, man. Just be a complete heckler, be it's the DM. Yeah.
4: Oh,
1: oh my
3: god. I'll knock out the I this. can't I no, know. no wait, wait.
4: That'd be funny, but I don't know if I could do that.
1: You're gonna get so I'm blocked not. I'm gonna no, no, that even,
3: not even
4: I'm gonna get so blocked is that I mean I, I have dreams of being in the media.
3: That's honestly man. Are those What's dreams are over?
4: Are those dreams over? Is it over? I think it's, it's over, over it. The, Yeah, it the, hasn't happened. The, if, the it, it has, if, it, if it couldn't happen for Alf, it's not going to happen for me, right? Yeah. If the corp- well, if you
1: don't send anyone else to the hospital, you might have a shot. The,
4: corp- <laughs> the corporate machine did not eat me. <laughs> oh,
1: Dean will never read any of your articles.
4: No. Ever.
3: No, no. The only way you will redeem the horrible title takes is if you send another two and if you send him to the
4: hospital i feel like I've i don't want
3: him in the hospital i just think like that's the only <laughs> way you'd be able to redeem yourself then I, <laughs> I have up, to give you like hold a hold up, of respect
4: if i fight if i fight tyler and win what does that do for my reputation does it justify the Are you takes kidding me?
3: That's, it, that's like yes
4: <laughs> it justifies all the takes like i'm free like if i do that like i cannot be made fun of for tyler jokes anymore right
1: yes i say that's right. fair but
4: I'm just saying, like, if we fight him, man, like, we could Facebook Live it. Oh my god. Make it, make it a show event. You know, have like George, oh no, like friends. Just... We have like friends <laughs> of the show there. We bring like Izzy and Sedano and Anthony Chang. Okay.
1: Oh you got to let Leisure be the announcer.
4: Oh my god! Yes. Are you ready? Yo, yes. Jason. Oh, that'd be great, Jason. We, oh, miss
3: you, man. we need that Jason Leisure sound. Where's Brian?
4: <laughs> ah, god dude, damn it, Brian! Brian's a, Brian's like he's going to Kobe's for dinner. He's like, I'm so washed. I'm going to Kobe's for my birthday dinner. I hope you're happy. Justice better.
3: Is it crazy that the last time I was at Kobe, like the, the one in Dolphin Mall, it was Game Four of the 0607 first round between the Heat and the Bulls? <laughs> That was open then. <laughs> when the Bulls, when the Bulls swept the Heat, and Ben Wallace was hitting clutch free throws at the end of the game, and I literally wanted to hang myself for the first time in my life.
4: You know that I hated the Bulls that year because their opening night so much. The Bulls ran him out of the building. Remember that on Ring Night, which I think was on Halloween, if I remember correctly.
3: Yep, yeah, it was. You know, ten years o- old. We remember Halloween,
4: Nikias. Yo. Getting back to sports a little bit. So let's reel us back in. My, that Cleveland team, as good as it. You know, who was it that said it? Was it Dave? Was it David um, from Fear the Sword or was it Justin Rohan? One of them, one of those Fear of the Sword guys, said that this might be one of the five greatest offensive teams ever. That Cavs team.
1: I can see it.
4: You know, it's easy to dismiss it and then. You kind of think about it and go, man, oof, I not you might be right.
1: Yeah, like they lost in five to Golden State, but it wasn't because of their offense. Like, so, that,
4: I mean, but their offense, yeah, you know, it's funny, the only team that you can probably say this has a better offense is Golden State. Right. So it's just kind of crazy. I think,
1: if I'm not mistaken, they had a better offense than Golden State coming into the finals
4: in the playoffs, but, but also, yeah, competition plays into that. Well, yeah, that's. Yeah. They played the Jazz and the Spurs while Cavs got to play. You know,
1: well, hobbled Gobert, hobbled Favors, and then you got Kawhi for yeah, what twenty right. something minutes.
4: But you know the thing about the Kawhi and the thing about the Kawhi thing was, and I know that throughout the course of a series, that's the defense you want. But it's not like they were bad with Kawhi not there defensively. You know what I mean? Like I think their problem was more putting up points. You know, finding offense.
1: Basically the opposite of Cleveland.
4: Yeah, exactly. Um, No, but the the reason I brought up the Cleveland thing, God, so much I want to get into. I probably shouldn't have told a 20-minute drunk story. Um, (laughs) Because now (laughs) it's all coming back, the things I wanted to talk about. Um, That Cavs team was not better than the teams LeBron had here. Maybe maybe it might have been better than the first-year Heat team, but I'm not even sure about that. But LeBron has gone into the finals every year that he's been with Cleveland as the lesser team. And I believe in Miami, Nikias, and maybe you might you might be on the other side of this. I think in Miami he went to the finals every year as a better team. Even in 2014 when they lost. Because if we remember if we remember that series was a couple bounces and an air conditioning away from being up 2-0 coming home. That's you know. <laughs> you are yeah. What is that?
1: I'm just trying to think because Dwayne Wade was so broken down no, at he, that point. Yeah, his body just totally
4: betrayed them. But he was good enough in the first two games. I
3: disagree.
1: Well, that's true. Like, he had that random stretch at the end of the Indiana series, then to start off the finals, and then he just completely disappeared.
3: He broke down. Yeah, he broke down. All of the numbers from that 14 Spurs playoff team are just devastating. And the only team that I've seen top them in, in, in terms of a, a playoff run and just general dominance is this Warriors team. That Spurs team was devastating from start to finish in the playoffs. They were making all of the shots. They were shutting everybody down on defense. They, all of their passes were, were were crisp. I don't understand. They were just a machine. And I don't think that he was a better team going into that. I, I think know. it was close just because of the fun the, like the factor there. Weren't they favored? I think they were, if I'm not mistaken. I
4: think they were. Fa- were they? Yeah, I think that one in the dad- so. I thought
3: they were favored in 13 and not favored in 14.
4: No, I think they were favored. I think the only the two titles that they won, they weren't favored, and the two that they lost, they were favored. Let's see if I can look that
3: up. I saw that a couple days ago, but.
4: But whatever. I mean.
3: First, even gives me nightmares.
4: That Gary, <laughs> I'm, I still shoot from Gary Neal. Oh, my God. Oh my God. No, God. Gary Ga- Neal <laughs> was
3: born in the 2013 series. Same thing with Danny Green. From that series, what I remember the most is Patty Mills. Oh, my God, Patty
4: Mills. I hate him so much. <laughs> that that's that man I, I like that we can look back at this retroactively that that still to me feels like one of the weirdest series I've ever seen in my life
1: look, 14 or
4: 13 14 14 no 13 was, was amazing like, that was you know and God, so many things Levitard was talking about how he felt that this series was the peak of basketball that this was as good as basketball's ever been played And I still think that 13 Heat Spurs series, just because of, you had two genius coaches on the sidelines, adjustments every game, and it was body blow after body blow. It's, I'm going to do this, Spolster's going to adjust, and then Spolster's like, then Pop does one move, and then Spolster does another. And I remember at the end, it was like, ah, screw it. We're covering the shooters. Leave Tim Duncan out on low. And then they go to Tim Duncan all game. Like, it was not just one of the greatest coaching series I've ever seen, but it was just two way old machines on both ends of the floor because they were both elite defensively and they were both elite offensively and it was just what did that series have eight hall of famers Uh, this one has the same amount i think huh
3: i think that this all the finals have the same amount pretty much
4: you know what's funny about that and i was thinking about it because they were making fun of igudala for not. igudala might get in the hall of fame if they keep this run going like this Mike Eek Igudala in. Yeah, and the, kind of the All-Star appearances to help him. He had
1: the final MVP.
4: I know. But like I don't think he's a Hall of Famer now, but he I mean, he I don't think he's good enough to be in the Hall of Fame, but he'll probably get in. I mean, if they're putting Dennis Rodman in. People say well, that Sean I mean, Marion's a Hall of Famer for Christ's sake.
3: Don't get me started on this again, man. I hate I'm that so the other much. Side. I will fight you right now and then fight Tyler Johnson for you. What is your beef with Sean Marion? He's not all
4: the famer. Guys, you cannot sit here and tell me that Sean Marion deserves to be amongst the all-time greats. Get out of here.
1: Uh, I would have to think
4: about it, man. Why? What is so? He had a
1: really, really good, what, seven, eight-year run? What's really, really good?
4: We're doing this again. We're doing this again. (laughs) I mean I don't have his resume in I'm, front of I'm, me. I'm would, doing it. I'm doing it. Basketball. Sean, Marion so many times. Sean Man, life, man right? Sean Marion was
3: really good, man. He was really life. good. But
4: the kind of LeBron. Hall of Fame resonates for eternity. Sean Marion, you're going to tell you you think if anyone's telling their kids a story,
3: they're going to include Sean Marion. If Dennis Rodman is in it, Sean Marion gets to be in it. That's my I take. mean
1: Mitch Richmond is in and he won I think three playoff series in his entire life. Um,
4: oh man, Sean Marion was good.
1: See, oh, oh, thank you.
4: <laughs> Not a Hall of Famer, but that's a p- pretty good.
1: I'm um, just saying, there are guys with weak resumes in the Hall of Fame.
4: Uh, yeah, this, this, this 22 points on 53% shooting, pretty
3: good. Maybe be Paul Pierce, weak resume.
4: Huh? Wait, whoa, what? whoa, whoa, what? What? What?
3: Are we doing this today?
4: I bet it.
3: Yeah, it's one of
4: the. Are we doing Paul Pierce's overrated talk in the last three minutes? Yes. I'm what?
3: Here. I'm whoa, Why? I, I'm really here for it. Don't get me started, man. I will slander that guy for the rest of my life. Why? I hate Paul Pierce, man. I've never liked that man. I mean, I think he's kind of funny now. because He's just old. I think it's funny because he's old, not because he's like cool funny. <laughs> oh, you saw the heel
4: turn when he like he slandered Durant <laughs> forever. Dork. He slandered Durant forever, and now he was like Durant's the best player in the league.
1: I don't see how you can even slander him anymore. The man tweeted out a JPEG picture instead of an emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
3: When uh, you, cl- you tweet out clip art, I mean... That is insane. That takes more effort than just to do it the normal way. <laughs> he had to Google Why that, you dog. you get clip art faster than doing it the regular he way? He had to Google that, dog. That was by... F-
4: Listen, Twitter will never be better than that night. No, never. What are the all-time Twitter... Like, what are the all-time Twitter nights for basketball? Villanova.
3: Villanova last year when they hit the game winner in the in the championship game.
1: Oh, the crying faces everywhere!
3: Oh my God, that was so
4: funny, dude! Yes, I thought Flanagan just pasted it to my phone because of how good that was. I
3: oh my God! Oh oh, uh, when the Heat beat the Cavs on Christmas.
4: Oh, that, but that was just Heat Twitter. Because also the oh, Heat, the Heat okay. gone, the Heat gone night was fun too.
3: Just every summer with Heat Twitter is hilarious, man. It's the best.
4: Well, we're already doing it. We already think we're getting Chris Paul, Gordon Hayward, Paul George. The Lebron's coming back.
3: My guy Kanye Cobain already on it, checking people's followers every day. He following. <laughs> <them every> Did <laughs> Isaiah unfollowed uh, Gordon Hayward?
4: Yeah, yeah. We're
3: crazy people.
4: Like he Twitter is filled with yeah. Like you know, God. If you think about this, I, I, I was talking. I was talking about this earlier. I think that he Twitter is amongst the most savage internet communities ever. And I've been a part of a fair share of internet communities. Listen, as a nerd, I've grown up on the internet. And we've seen how we deal with other fan bases. It's always child's play. Like, I think the only people that might be worse than us are those alt-right memers. They're scary, dude. Yeah. Like, oh my other God. than them, I think we beat everyone. Yeah. He, tw- he Twitter horsecock someone's child. Who's that? Fitz or was that Silky? Oh no, it was Slim.
3: Oh, you mean LeBron, uh, Kevin Durant, Charles?
4: Is that what? It, who, I don't. Do you remember what that was? That was a long time ago.
1: I feel like I missed Peak Heat Twitter.
4: Yeah, you did. Peak Heat Twitter was like middle of the heat of the big three years. Like now, Twitter's soft, dude. Like he Twitter has changed. Now we have like Aaron running around, and I'm like, oh god, what happened to us? <laughs> We were once proud. We had an owl. Yeah, we have like that Aaron the TJ stand guy. He's running around out there. You know. we, used to, we used to have like Alf and uh, Slim and you know Fitz. You know, the good old days. Uh, Greg from Del Rey. Underrated follow. Uh, Dan Gnarly. Those are the days, man. When Mike Ryan was one of us. Mike Ryan's changed, man. He's corporate.
3: I mean, he still impacted he Twitter forever, man. No,
4: is <laughs> Mike
1: Ryan versus Michael Rappaport.
4: Oh my! No, listen. Mike Ryan is a heat Twitter lifer. Like, oh, like, and that was the thing. And I remember we talked about it when it happened. Like, only we can slander Mike Ryan. Yep. Like, if you slander him, like, no, th-
3: get out of here. He's had some. If you think about it, his resume. He's had some legendary heat, like fan moments. You remember that show, the day that LeBron left? The show that they did?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, my God. Forever. And then with the day that they traded for Goran? I'll like,
4: tell you, were... dude. This is one of the... I, I don't know. I just think we have more fun as Heat fans creatively than any other fan base. I honestly believe that. Like, we be, we have, like, funny... We have, we have fun, dude. And, like, I'd love to partially to... To credit how he created this culture of fun around sports, but like, we have fun with this. Even when we're bad, we laugh and we make Dion Waiters memes. Yes. Anybody have a joke? (laughs) Nope.
0: Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents, which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.